Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team welcome in it is a draft eve edition of the cardinals insider podcast my name is brett mcmillan boy it's good to have some baseball activities to focus on the next two days with the major league baseball amateur player draft it is a five-round draft this year compared to the normal 40 starts tomorrow june the 10th at six o'clock central time you can watch it on mlb network and espn then for day number two it shifts to mlb network and espn two that day's coverage will begin at four o'clock central again that is thursday june the 11th plus something really exciting this year you don't want to miss the cardinals 2020 pre-draft show hosted by dan mclaughlin you'll hear from scouting director randy flores also, last year's first-round pick, Zach Thompson, and the Wizard of Oz, Ozzie Smith, stops by. He reflects on when he was selected by the San Diego Padres back in the 1970s and also talks about his Cardinals career and the advice that he would give to some young players. All of that and some current Cardinals share their draft night memories. It should be a lot of fun. You can check it out starting at 5.15 tomorrow. Again, that is Wednesday, June 10th. Watch on YouTube and Facebook Live. It is the 2020 Cardinals Draft Special hosted by Dan McLaughlin. Today on the podcast, we're doing our part to get you ready for the draft with Mo and Flo. John Mosellock and Randy Flores, their pre-draft media availability a couple of questions that were thrown at them and the way that they answered. First up, not going to be a traditional war room this year like most seasons. So what does that mean in a COVID era? What does a a draft room in a digital sense look like and how might it feel? Randy Flores with a thought on that. You know, let me say it this way. I think parts of it will be similar. Um, It's competition. Um, It's a process to get to an ultimate decision. But I, I bet if you were to ask baseball players, um, if they were to play in front of an empty stadium, what's the chemistry like? Is it different? Well, there's a real energy towards people, right? There's an energy to that. If you have a room full of scouts and a room full of your uh, analysts, your room full of your front office, and you make a pick, there is a real tangible feeling in that room. Uh, it will be absent that feeling. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, that, that energy that is provided by people. That being said, it's competition uh, and the stakes are just as high. Uh, the atmosphere might be different, but I bet internally, absent the feeling of other people, um, the chemistry will feel very similar to every other draft. Uh, it's just that it will be missing um, 
you know, 50 plus people in, in the seats, uh, let's just say, uh, uh, observing those decisions. Another quirk of this draft, limited in-person scouting, colleges and high schools calling off the seasons early because of coronavirus across the United States. How might that impact things? Randy Flores on that topic too. It will affect it. Let's just say that. And secondly, it's affecting every team. So let's just say that. It's not that we have an unequal uh, playing field that the, only the Cardinals are under. Uh, but I think that, you know, Mo and, and, and our front office have really tried to move away from basing decisions on strictly intuition. Now, certainly when you're projecting prospects and when you're evaluating people and you're trying to decide uh, to break ties, uh, there is an intuition or a feel, uh, but certainly the absence of, of live games um, is equal across all teams. Um, and there's processes in place to try to minimize uh, the impact of any one person's intuition in an ultimate selection. No minor league baseball being played at the moment, so that begs an obvious question. Once a guy is drafted, should he sign if there's still not minor league games occurring? Where does he go? Jupiter? St. Louis? Is there something else that might happen? John Mosellock weighs in. I, I think right now this is still a TBD. Um, obviously, you know, right now when you think about our entire minor league system, is not getting an opportunity to develop. So I would imagine if everything stays the course, you're gonna see that happen with this draft class. Now, could there be an opportunity if we do end up with, with an agreement where there could be a small camp that is opened where maybe somebody from this year's draft class could join? We don't know the answer, but we haven't ruled that out yet either. Certainly a different feel this year, especially for college juniors. Might be a little more incentive for some, potentially, just speculation, but they may look at the situation and say, hey, I'll I'll head back to school for my senior year when maybe in a traditional setup they wouldn't necessarily do that. How could that change things? John Mosellock has seen plenty of drafts in his career. He gives his thoughts on the situation. You know, I'm, I'm purely speculating here, but I would imagine that you're going to have a small select group that, that's willing to go take that 20000 And part of the problem is, is, is really is there's not the opportunity just to go start your career. So, you know, some players are just going to have to make their own decision on staying in college or going to college versus trying to begin a pro- professional career. But I think the probably the most important thing is, is, is you know, we still have an opportunity with seven picks uh, beginning tomorrow night to really add talent to, to our system. And I think the way your question of, of how many drafts I've been through and what I've seen, you know, I still think there's going to be a lot of excitement on our Zoom calls, if you will, because we know there's going to be some talented players that, that we can acquire. And so I think we're entering this draft with sort of the same optimism and excitement we, we normally have. But... I think the one thing that's, that's different is you just have a lot less shots on goal. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, you don't have that opportunity to go 40 rounds. And I think all of you guys have noted over the past couple of weeks is, you know, players come from every round. And, and so we're going to lose that opportunity moving forward. But we still plan to make the most of it. Seven picks for the Cardinals throughout this two-day draft. Five of those are going to come in the first 93 selections. Randy Flores on what kind of opportunity having five picks in the top 100 might create. The, the simple answer is, 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 of course, right? Having a, a few more picks uh, than, than other teams in those spots afford the flexibility. 
But what I would also look at is the gap between our first and second pick, right? And so that flexibility doesn't start until pick 53. Um, I can't decide what the teams do ahead of us, you know, before our 53rd pick. And so flexibility is, is I, I like talking about it, like thinking about it. Um, but really that exercise doesn't start until the pick starts staring us in the face, seeing what our board looks like and seeing what the board after us and our, after our selection looks like. And so to try to, to borrow most term to speculate about how excited we are about flexibility, I have to wait and see how it actually played out uh, to determine how excited we are. That being said, having more picks is definitely welcome. It's a non-traditional year, but good to be talking some baseball here as we get ready for the MLB Draft. Again, you can watch both nights on MLB Network. Night one will also be on ESPN, and then day two of coverage shifts to ESPN2. And don't miss our pre-draft show. Danny Mack is the host. Lots of good info, including Randy Flora, Zach Thompson, and the Wizard of Oz, Ozzie Smith. It'll be on Facebook and YouTube, 5.15 p.m. tomorrow, June the 10th. For John Mosaylock and Randy Flores, my name's Brett McMillan. Thanks so much for joining us. Hope that you enjoyed it. We certainly enjoyed having you. We'll catch you next time on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.